Greetings, traveler. You have found yourselves in a realm of mystery, surrealness, and, of course, spoopy times. Today's what-if adventure is quite different from the usual fare. Far from the typical paths these worlds tend to go, this time we are experiencing something truly horrific, truly terrifying, and non-canon. Our tale speaks of a part of the dragon world, which many believe to be legend, or pretty much non-existent, it depends on what thing you subscribe to, ideally this channel. But sit back and relax, as much as you can, and let us experience the terror of the Blackwater Mist. It was a night as grim as a demon king's frown. Everything was silent, all the way from West City to Nikki Town. All the reptiles of Mount Palzu were sleeping in their caves in such darkness it's better to avoid the human enclaves. But even the boy who gnawed on their tails tonight felt quite queasy. And if your mother ordered you to read so much, you would be just as uneasy. The boy was most envious of his father, marooned deep in space. Oh, what adventures must he be having while I am stuck in this place? Oh, Gohan, please, that's enough, said his mother dearest. Turn off the lights and go to sleep. Good night, my baby fearless. And so poor Gohan tried hard to rest as darkness seeped into the room. Too bad Chi-Chi didn't know that tonight, dark spelt doom. That night, above everyone's weary heads, where Kami had his place, someone had snuck in but left behind no trace. An ancient foe from olden days desired the Guardian's crown. The foe let out a foul mist, the dreaded Blackwater Mist, and in its wake, the world drowned. In this telling, he was not alone. A dark alliance he had made. A vampire demon who despised the sun was pretty easily swayed. The two looked in terrible awe how the mist covered the land. Look, Lucifer, there is no one to stop. Our plan so grand, this world so pitiful, will soon kneel and cower before me. We will not be stopped by that foolish Kami and his warriors of Z. <laughs> they laughed together in the dark as the gloom kept slowly pouring, seeking for victim number one to make its night less boring. The desert bandit we traveled to and its cat were long asleep by now. Poor Yamcha, he got quite the shock to hear a growl instead of a meow. His good old fellow and friend Poir had been turned into a beast. Hey, why are you biting me? I'm not a cat food feast. But before Yamcha could realize that his fate was pretty grim. His fangs became proper wolf fangs, his life merely a whim. 
the next one to get struck by this heinous curse was the Triclops. The serious one had gotten even more dismal when Chiaotzu he had to stun. And then he had to infect him with this curse most heinous. The white of poor Chiaotzu's skin had now been replaced with grayness. As such, the army of the mist slowly, steadily kept growing. But there was one yet good soul that without the villains knowing had been immune to the curse. By Namekian blood, he was protected when he was cornered by his old allies by curse. He was not affected. That is right. Piccolo was the one to put a wrench in Garlic's plan. Though all alone against his friends, he could not save the sun, cause Lucifer's part of the deal was even more nefarious. Not only change people into beasts, but using machines various. To end the daylight once and for all, and never again let the sun rise. And even though the man of green was experienced and wise, he was vastly outnumbered by demons in disguise. They wore bodies of Gohan and Bulma. Oh, and of course, Krillin. But their eyes were red, their voices sharp, their breath felt straight up chilly. It's not easy to fight your friends, even when you're big green. After all, you care for them deeply, just pretending to be mean. And so the day was done. Piccolo had to hide, like all the folk who, for all those years when problems came, were forced to wait for Goku. And as time passed, the earth was transfigured into a kingdom of darkness, with Garlic and Lucifer imprisoning Kami, rendering Piccolo harmless. But there was a glimmer of hope, my friends, coming from space, the return of a hero. A hero that was quite surprised that his welcome committee was equal to zero. As Goku left his pod from space, he quickly realized that there was something very wrong with the sunless sky upon which he gazed. Was it Frieza's anger after his defeat? Was it Pilaf's wish that made the world so bleak? Our Saiyan had to investigate. Move carefully with this new Yardratian technique. When he arrived home, he was terrified. Instead of a friendly dinner, he was almost devoured by his wife and son, no less. Who is the monster that was responsible for this mess? Don't let them bite you, shouted a familiar voice. Piccolo, what happened? Having an ally made him almost rejoice. We have no time for this. I shall explain later. And so the two had to regroup in a Saiyan space pod crater. Then Piccolo told Goku about the whole terrible tale of Garlic and Lucifer, which made Goku pale. They imprisoned Kami? They got rid of the sun? It sounds to me like the bad guys have already won. The only way to throw Garlic down from Kami's throne is to put that monster back in the dead zone. 
So what do we do? We're outnumbered. I don't want to hurt our friends, but for our blood they hunger. Piccolo pondered, looking pretty formal. That's it. It's decided. We shall summon Shenron and wish them back to normal. So they came to Capture Corp, the former bastion of ingenuity, to acquire the Dragon Radar, restore the Dragon Team's unity. They had to fight a bloodthirsty doctor and his hungry, voracious wife. Luckily, together, they came out victorious from this bizarre strife. The radar was hidden inside the confines of Bulma's room. This trusty device will surely, surely save Earth from certain doom. And so the Namekian and his Saiyan companion visited every lake, every mountain, and every canyon just to find seven wish-granting crystal balls and hopefully watch on as the evil plan falls. But when they called the dragon, something went disastrously wrong. What has happened to you, Shenron? Were you corrupted all along? They quickly realized that the nefarious bandwagon has used the Blackwater Mist to subvert the dragon. All the demons and all the vampires were therefore summoned, and the circle around them started shrinking and closing. Goku looked at Piccolo, making one last joke before his mind was taken. I really hope, my friend, that you taste like bacon. And so they kept fighting, as the Vampiric Legion kept growing and growing. But their story ends here, without us knowing if they had survived. Did they run away? Or have a sensu bean? Garlic had won, but that's Halloween. There's no reason to panic. There are still some Dragon Balls back on planet Nemec. I do hope this tale of filler has not unsettled you, dear viewer, as the time of light and sunshine grows ever fewer. Leave a comment below to tell me of your thoughts. Did this fill you with thrills or make you most fraught? Until next time, all I wish are for days greater and greater. And as always, my listeners, I shall catch you later. <laughs> Greetings, Traveller. Last year you found yourself in a realm of mystery, surrealness, and of course, spoopy times. Today, you'll find yourself back in that very same place, but this time, there is more. This week, you will not have one, but many fantastic but frightening tales to do with this, the most horrific month of them all. I hope you have prepared yourself, friends, for this is going to get rather terrifying. We are going into that territory that is Dragon Ball filler. I know, my friends, it's rather shocking, but I'm here to help you traverse this path and come out the other side. What state you will be in will depend on how you take the next chapter of our ongoing tale of the terror of the Blackwater Mist. Let us continue. Last year, the tale ended 
but you asked for more. Brave from you to assume that it would end differently than it had before. But what can a Crypt Keeper do when the audience is asking? After all, Halloween is the night everlasting. And although so many stories have I opened pending, on this scary night they do not need a good ending. For it be rare around here to have such a scene, akin to Goku Married Bulma, Part 17. Thusly, a new peril is coming to the small blue planet. Seems that this world cannot get some rest. Oh, damn it. The evil emperor was coming to enact his revenge. His father was there, so he could avenge. The simple fact that his son, now metallic and clunky, can attribute this state to a blast from a Saiyan monkey. But the planet was dark and gloomy, unfit for their foes. Even the frost demon had their spine shiver as their blood then froze. All right, son, we are here, though I must object. This is not at all what you told me to expect. Oh, daddy, this is new, I have to admit. But we cannot let the monkeys think that we have quit. Of course, the sky is rather dark and this night seems eternal. But we are the superior forces, higher and external. And they would be talking for hours and hours, if not for a sound that the silence devours. An unearthly grunt from a monstrous mouth. M -m my lords, I think it came from the south, said one of the troopers scared by the sound so spooky. Frieza shot his head, whilst not even looking. We don't need cowards. There is nothing to fear other than my anger, if that wasn't clear. Scout the place, you fools, and find me the Saiyan. I want his friends and family at my feet, all strangled and laying. And so the soldiers, afraid of their master's wrath, had to search every town, go down every path, to discover to their utmost fear and Frieza's irritation that something has already numbered the local population. Well, not numbered per se. The truth was even scarier. They were changed into beasts without wit, scruple, or mental barrier. And those seemingly primitive, wild, and not the brightest, they gave the Freezer troop a tough fight, not easy in the slightest. The evil emperors started to lose their composure from this drawn-out fight. Son, let's just blow up the planet and show them our might. Personal revenge is no longer a priority. If you won't destroy the whole world, at least blast this city. And although Frieza wanted to protest, due to this crazed zombie mass, he agreed with his father and prepared a blast. Though he wanted to get it done, destroy the infected, he quickly discovered that the blast was deflected. Someone was still standing, not taken by disease, and his power was enough to make Frieza freeze. He looked to the Emperor, one of his men he chopped. Either get out of my way, or you'd need to be stopped! This youth, this light-haired youth, Frieza's mouth was saying, somehow was another blasted Super Saiyan. In normal circumstances, without all the zombies, Frieza would object. A lying with a monkey? That's a grim prospect. 
But maybe this arrogant folk who dared to oppose him knew where they could find Goku. Stop right there, you sword-wielding deuce. I know we have our differences, but maybe we should call a truce. To ally myself with an evil one will be a thing most unkind. Consider your evil offer thrown away, disregarded and declined. Oh, come on, sword boy. How could you be so blind? My son only wants a rematch, and you probably hope to save your kind. A common enemy can make us stand united. This army is simply too much for you to simply stand and fight it. There was some wit in Cole's rosy speech, but the boy knew that at some point the truce would be breached. Fine, he said. Let us find the architect of this mess. As you said yourself, an alliance of three is stronger nevertheless. And so they searched the land far and wide. They passed the mountains and the great divide. As they saw the castle foul and towering, and in front of the castle, an evil gathering. Garlic, Lucifer, and their strongest minions. Amongst them, Goku, Piccolo, and the other civilians. Look how the monkey has fallen, taken by some imp. We'll be taken as well if we underestimate that wimp. But Frieza wasn't listening. He was keen on beating his foe. He charged at Goku, but he didn't know that the power of the black water made Super Saiyan so strong that it didn't matter. That Frieza had upgrades and technical advantage, right now no healing nor bandage would save him from a beating. That Song Goku was handling all the heavy hitting. Cole tried to help his son blast garlic with ferocity, but he did not know about immortality. Cole was quickly cornered and surrounded by mist. Trunks had to behead him in a shocking twist. Before he was turned and decided to retreat, this enormous army was impossible to beat. He ran away. The chase had been lost. But the loss of Goku was a terrible cost. Trunks had to think quickly and help hold the line. Maybe he could find some allies in another time. There was just one problem, previously unseen, because someone had stolen Trunks' time machine. What will he do now? How long can he hide? Can another vehicle secretly be made? But the greatest irony which this story calls, Trunks had never learnt about Namekian Dragon Balls. Will he ever though? Well, that depends. But for now, this is how the story ends. For you see, We've been scaring you for enough time, and it's kind of hard to make this story rhyme. But fear not, my friends. Expect intrigue and twist in next year's part three of The Black Water Mist.